guys. Hello. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Sunday, fun day. Well, I hope you guys are having a great day. Here we are. Oh, sorry. I'm <laughs> just about to say, oh, here we are again for another episode. I am Ty, also known as Beautifully Fit One. And I am Jess, also known as Just Kicking It. All right. So we're back again. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about spirituality, just our experiences and how it shaped us and everything else in between. We were, we were. No, you go ahead. Because I was just like, I had paused for a minute. Okay, so did you go to church today? I did. Church was great. You know, I got back into um, serving today and I like to serve on a greeters ministry. So I'll be that smiley face you see when you walk through the doors and be like, hi. But you know, it's so funny because so much has changed now with the pandemic and our church is like, you know, still keep six feet apart and wear your mask. So we're not like hugging on people. So we have like these signs that we just welcome people or something inspirational signs when people come through the door. So I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What about you? How was church? Church was good. I did Bedside Baptist. And nothing wrong with that. Hey, mm-hmm. Bedside Baptist. So, you know, <laughs> I've been doing that for the past year, sometimes popping up at church but for the most part. <laughs> like popcorn. Uh-huh. <laughs> but the message was good. You know, it was really good. Kind of hit home. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I feel like it's a great start to my week. Okay, summarize your lesson today. Come on, put it on spot. Right. What was the lesson? The lesson was about quitting, actually. Mm. So um, that's good. What was your lesson about? Well, we're uh, on this emancipating greatness uh, topic, and it's just about you know recognizing your greatness that's within that what God placed in you, and just bringing that out and allowing that to help others. So great topics mm-hmm. so far. So yeah, super excited going into this new month. It's already March the 7th. And it's moving fast. Yeah, yeah. so we're getting ready for the springtime. And with spring, it's like spring cleaning and everything else. Too. Everything's fresh and anew. Yeah. Life. You know what's so funny about this too, since we are talking about spirituality and everything. Um, I just thought about this this one instance of, you know, when we go through these changes with seasons and everything. and Things look gloomy and dark. And then you see the sun come out and it's just like a fresh start. Like God is like reminding you, like at the end of the day, your storms and troubles won't last. There's, Mm -hmm. you know, sunshine at the end of it all. So it's like, Mm -hmm. God, I thank you for the seasons that change. This just lets me know that nothing is going to be permanent. Yeah. So it's like you just think about those times when winter is gone. We're going to a new season, new phases, and got to kind of shed a dead weight. That kind of goes hand in hand with the lesson today for me, though. Yeah. Um, you know, just how sometimes we quit prematurely and Ooh, we don't yeah. kind of see the full blossom and the full bloom. And we quit, you know, in the in the growing stages. Yeah. And, you know, so cool. Why do you think we do that, though? Like, what is it about, like, not seeing things through and wanting to give up? I think it's a lack of trust and a lack of faith. Yeah. Um, and we don't like to wait. Um, we have we live in an instant society, and we want it when we want it, and we don't want to go through the grit of it all. Yeah. Um, we don't want to wait. So. And it's like, is this innate for us, you know, as human beings to... Just always want what we want. Like when you think about a child, 
and they're not even they may not even be the only child but they instantly say mine mm. like they always be like this is mine and it's like where do you learn that you know and i'm just like we always teaching them to share and but it's like again they grow up and it's kind of like you got to teach them like it's not yours you need to share and i see this in like just my nieces nephews other people's kids it's like where do they where do we get this from I don't know. That's an interesting thing to kind of think about, but um, yeah, it it's hard to say if it's a learned behavior or not. Because, mm, like you said, sometimes they're not even exposed yeah. to it. And it's just like where do you get maybe that it from? comes from that whole wound and isolation, and it's yours <laughs> and by yourself. <laughs> so maybe we need to do a study on twins yeah, and stuff I too. Mean, <laughs> maybe it is something that just naturally happens. I don't know. It's a little. It's a little deep. Yeah, I know. We need to go through like a science uh, project or something here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just thought that was always interesting when I see kids and stuff doing that. It. It's just like, where do you get this idea from that this is yours? Like, <laughs> it's just ownership from right. the gate. Right. So um, now that we're on the topic of spirituality and, you know, Sunday, what, what do you think and like, how do you feel like when you're talking to someone when it comes to like tradition? And like, you know how people like to go to church and do the whole shabam um, versus those who'd be like, you know, just I'm just a spiritual person because <laughs> I had that happen to me before. It was like, I don't do all the this person like, you know, I don't do all the church and stuff. And, you know, but I believe in God and I'm just a spiritual person. Hmm. Well, I guess you have to get to the root of, you know, what is spirituality or what yeah. does it mean for that person? Because it looks different. Um, for a lot of people, but I think that it involves just recognizing or feeling a sense of belief in a higher being or something greater than yourself. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, in that just, like I said, it looks different for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes we intertwine like spirituality, religion, and relationships. Mm. and yeah that's true it's all uh, a little bit different yeah it's all about perspective here it is and then too like i mean i love like i'm always probably talking about uh talking um or using reference points from iyanla because i love her stuff but it's like one of those instances where she would break this down i'm just like that is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> unpack this for me. Right, right. So I can't really do all the unpacking, but I do believe that spirituality is something that is the foundation of all of us because I don't feel like, I don't know. I just feel like for me, just my opinion, like if you didn't have it, like how far could you, could you have gotten in life or just being alive, just the breath that mm-hmm. we take. Like, I don't know. You just have to believe in something. So I think it's an experience. So sometimes mm-hmm. it takes an experience for you to believe. I think, you know, even for me and just going back to growing up in church and just the foundation of all of that, um, it had to take me experiencing it for myself, mm-hmm. whether it was a time where I knew for a fact that that was beyond my realm that was beyond me right you know I couldn't have made that happen for myself mm-hmm. um so that kind of creates and and push you forward in your belief system that okay somebody had to help me whether it was like right. a test when you was younger you know you ain't studied for the test you <laughs> know you shouldn't have got an A out that class mm-hmm. or whatever you just like so I mean it's just a little small things that really kind of 
add up to like your faith and your belief right. system. Right. And I totally, I totally agree with that too. Cause it's like, um, like just growing up, you know, you think about the things that's being taught to you. And then it's like always the older people are like, just live a little bit longer. You know, you have your own, like you just really do have your own testimony the longer you live because you will experience some things. Mm -hmm. And then you got to realize like your foundation and like, who are you going to turn to? And it's like, I feel sorry for those who don't really have that foundation to know like, where do I go with these troubles and these heartaches and these pains and just different things? I think that they know where to go. It's just a sense of like pride and mm -hmm. just and being too smart it. for their own good sometimes. Yeah. You know, because especially when people like break down and unpack religion and where it came from and, you know, it just always turns into something political. Right. You know, and it's like, can we do without the politics? No, not really. <laughs> I mean, I'm so see. over it. <laughs> As you can see, I don't understand why it always have to dictate, like how religion and politics always creep in to like everything. Well, it's pretty frustrating. I won't go deeper. Yeah, we yeah. won't. <laughs> we digress. Okay. We're really back in <laughs> another like, topic for another day. Yeah, yep. fishing pole. All right, real then. Real yeah, then, real but no, but I do believe though, honestly, like your childhood experiences and like things you're taught does uh, like. It affects you down the line, you know, later in life, because it's like for me growing up, I was raised in a church, too, but I was raised more like Kojic. For mm -hmm. those who don't know, Church of God in Christ, where they do a lot of hooping and hollering. I didn't know you were Kojic. Yeah. Grew up uh, since I was uh, five, six years old. And that's mm -hmm. pretty much been my background. So that's all I knew. So the whole preachers yelling, hollering and wiping their forehead. Sometimes you don't know what they saying. Mm -hmm. A lot of shouting, a lot of speaking in tongues, a lot of laying on the land of hands. All that happened growing up. So it was pretty, you know, common to mm -hmm. see that and it didn't really you know, as I got older it didn't like I won't say it didn't move me, but it was just like I'm already used to this. So yeah. I kinda know what to expect, you know. And some of that can be a little bit scarring and kind of push yeah. you away. And I say that because that happened to me like mm -hmm. I grew up like part Baptist and part like Church of God but it was kind of like conservative now Baptist you know they can get a little wild and crazy yeah, but I really had back to <laughs> I went to a um a friend of mine's church who actually knows my babysitter and my mom was late picking me up she goes Wednesday night service and I went to that church and they were screaming and hollering <laughs> and like you. passing out and like Aww. The preacher was like laying hands. So I immediately just started crying and they thought that I was catching the spirit. <laughs> and so they came over and like overcrowded me yeah. and was like, did they get a white me? blanket? Not a white blanket, <laughs> but I mean, I just saw these people laying on the floor. They was having a seizure. It was just too much. I had never experienced <laughs> church like that before. Panic. And ever since then, I'm just like, you know what? If it's a holiness church, yes. I can't even do it. Man, I can't do it. So, they be going in. so again, <laughs> I just think, you know, early on, like some of that kind of like shapes you. And I yeah. feel like if it wasn't for my foundation in other places and what I knew as church, I probably wouldn't have ever stepped foot back in a church mm. because of that. That's so. a good insight because I can see why people would feel that way. If you're not used to it and you just 
like it's just bombarded. Yeah, because you're like, what are they doing in here? Right. Like, what this what is, is not going normal. on? And then they come towards you. Yes. Like you catching the spirit yes. and they're like banning you. And, and it's just... you know, in my mind, it's like thinking about it now as an, an adult, it's like, do they not realize that that can deter people and scare people off? That mm-hmm. does not has not been a church a day in their life and don't really know what to expect, but they're doing all this. And yeah. sometimes I used to think, like, now, like, that is just too extra. But, I, and again, at the end of the day, I'm not the one to judge, but I just feel right. like, because, because you never know how God is using you're somebody. You're right. So it's almost like you're challenging yeah. their process. Like, you right. know, is the Holy Spirit not in here? Or right. Not in, you know, <laughs> so it's just. Mm-hmm. Now, I can definitely tell you, though, it's been a lot of times I would be in church. And how do I explain it? Um, You're not. You're, you're on this high almost it's almost like this this euphoric feeling mm-hmm. and it, it's just something that surrounds you and you're at peace and you're just in this place of like whatever this presence is god i don't want to leave it like i have had those moments like mm-hmm. in holiness churches and it's like but sometimes holiness churches you know it's just like can y'all not last three or four hours five hours and come back do the yeah. same thing. <laughs> I, I think that's just the black church in, yeah. as a whole, you know, and it's so funny because sometimes you'll read these memes about the black church with like four and five services yes. on Sundays. Oh my and, God. You know, feeding you fried chicken and collard greens <laughs> at the service. That was so and then you got the night service, the morning service, you got yes. Wednesday night, and it's just like we have all this Sunday church. School. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it lasts for two and three hours. And, it's just a lot. I just and and again too, like as I got older, it was just like we have all this church, but all these souls, like, are they being saved? Because I don't want to just go to church just to do church, you know. Because mm-hmm. I really want it to be to the point where if I go to church, I want it to be changed. Like I wanted to take things that I've learned and apply it to my life, my daily life, mm-hmm. and that's what I struggle with too with the church that I kind of, you know, um, grew up in and then been around being in other churches, like not really being challenged to go out there and live the life. Because a lot of times when you are listening to a pastor and then sometimes you don't really understand what they're saying. It's like, my thing was I always love taking notes. And I got to the point where I was like, I can't even take notes because I don't know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that. Like I'm really like very particular about if I go to church, I want to take something and really apply it. Yeah. I'm the same way. And I think sometimes too, it really just depends on your level of education. Mm-hmm. Um, as oh, far yeah. it has as a lot to do with that. As far as like, I don't want to say how serious you take a pastor in his teachings, mm-hmm. but it, it it gives you something to think about, honestly, right. because you're just like, okay, this I'm not processing this. Mm-hmm. I'm not processing what you're saying. Right. And then sometimes churches can be so Bible based that they lack the practical part about it or Mm -hmm. breaking it down to where it can be practical and applicable to other people yep so that matters a lot though but yeah i think the education portion is very important like which reminds me of like what what i sent you uh about a week ago about the church and like how we are kind of force-fed like traditions of stuff but Mm. we don't really question like where did this come from where did it derive from and why are we continuing it now? Why are we doing this? <laughs> right. right. It's just like, because you don't really think to question. It's just like, oh, because my mom, my grandmother, and my granddad did that. Yeah, it's just the way we've been doing it. But that doesn't mean it's like always right. Right. <laughs> and you know, that's the same thing as far as like marriage in a traditional sense, as yeah. far as the ceremony part. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, 
why does a father give away his daughter? Like that kind of goes back to the tradition of arranged marriages. Right. Not so much something that we should continue to practice. I mean, I don't know. It's just a lot of, it's a lot of that in both marriage ceremonies, church, you know, holding up your finger when you get ready to go out of church. And it's like, why are you doing that? Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) Yep. And I was just like, it's almost like distracting. I used to tell my mom, that's so distracting because it's like, I still see you. You're not invisible with that one finger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't understand. But yeah, it's just it's just interesting. The things that we do in the black churches um, that we didn't tend to really understand or question like growing up. So I would also say that uh, because I have explored some quote unquote white churches that they have their own um, traditions as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was reading something once that said, you know, that Sundays is the most segregated day. Oh, yes. And how, Dr. like, King you know, you that. have, like, black churches, yeah. white churches, and it's just... Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's, it's a long just... history behind that because, you know, that stems back from slavery because we couldn't go to church with them. So mm-hmm. they, uh, I think Lecrae said it in a song about you know, they talk about black churches. It wouldn't be a black church if it wasn't for the whites, you know, segregating and, you know, beforehand, like all this. So all this just comes into play like now. And it's so much to learn about our history. And that's another thing that's just fascinating. Yeah. Just spirituality and our, like how, how we came about as people who feel like Christianity is forced on us. So some people feel like, oh, that's the white man's religion. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... And that's where I was going earlier, but I decided to. <laughs> but yeah. And then just like, I mean, you have to know God for yourself. It's mm-hmm. going to be amazing. And I think once you experience that, it's, right. it's way different, you know? So... I always yeah. felt like, I imagine God being like, I don't know, this great ball of light. <laughs> I just can't imagine. No, yeah, I'm just kidding. But no, it's just imagine like you trying to, you can't even fathom like, yeah, what God is in a sense. You just know He exists. Hmm. <laughs> that is like an incomplete sentence. God is. And yeah. It's like dot, the dot, dot, dot. Yeah. So I mean, for everybody, it's 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 different. He's for my everything because I would go down a list. <laughs> But yeah, so for me, for me also too, um, or no, I will go to this question. Um, do you feel like spirituality is also tied into your life purposes? Yes. In what ways? And I'm trying to figure out a way to unpack that, but I guess as it relates to spiritual gifts mm-hmm. and, um, you know, your spiritual abilities overall, you know, whether it's serving, mm-hmm. teaching, helping. Um, yeah, so it definitely ties in. And um, I also felt like for me, figuring out my spiritual gifts is either like prophecy, motivation and like healing because you can have multiple gifts. And I was like, mm-hmm. it's a test. I forgot where I found it. But I thought that was so amazing, like, the things I score high in because of the things I do in my life, like, every day. Mm-hmm. And, and it I'm usually like, translates to that, you know, your life's work and your mm-hmm. life's purpose and, yep. your, and your gifts. So I encourage everybody, if you haven't figured out what your life purpose are or your spiritual gifts, definitely take that, that quiz to determine those areas that you are you suit best in to help other people. It's usually where you land in church, too. Yeah. Like you said, you know, you're a greeter. And then, like, for me... 
for a long time. I served on the health and, and wellness ministry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I feel like leadership is one of my gifts. So, you yeah. know, a leader in that and not only just serving and helping other people. So mm-hmm. that's like two more gifts in addition to that. So it all kind of, it all goes hand in hand. Yeah. And you'll be amazed though, like that feeling you get when you know you're helping somebody else. So I know yeah. it's like you're on the right path when you're doing that. Because again, your gift's supposed to make room for you, but it's mm. also supposed to help others. It also it does. And that's always been like the biggest blessing. It's like, how can I make somebody else's life better? Okay. Okay. So what about like relationships? Like, do you feel like, because um, I know for me, it was like in dating, like spirituality is like got to be the top, like the top three. Mm-hmm. Like, because I was like, I can't date someone and they don't have like some type of foundation. Like, now I'm not say believe in something because you have to believe in God because that's first and foremost. How has that been for you, like in dating, in a sense of like kind trying to mend or I guess incorporate your spirituality in a relationship? Um, for me, I always consider their foundation and their source. You yeah. know, so you start there as far as like their belief system, making sure it aligns. Mm -hmm. As far as them growing in that, I feel like sometimes it takes you because sometimes you're the only light that they see Mm. to push them in that direction. So for me, I think um, that's where I've come to play in my relationship. So it's more or less like, once he sees that like you're going to church and this is happening for you and you're a reflection of all of that they become curious like okay well dang you know you know you out here shining you out here being blessed in your career you out here doing this and god's turning this around for you and your family and it's like you know so sometimes you have to be that ray of hope for them and as far as religion but the main thing is foundation Mm -hmm. so it's like if you grew up and it's always been in you it's easier to kind of process and maneuver Mm -hmm. with them having a foundation so i would say just in dating if the foundation doesn't exist then you must acquit yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah you got to because that's the hardest thing of like dating someone who don't know like where or having that foundation it's just it's hard i've been in this situation before and i felt like this person was satan mm-hmm. <laughs> because he literally tried to dim my light and i'm not a person who's like i don't know like i just feel like i'm meant to shine and that mm-hmm. doesn't mean like in a sense of fashion or nothing it's just like inner glow yeah and i just hate it for someone to feel like um that they're trying to take from me, like what I know God put in me and like, damn, I shine. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yeah, this ain't for me. Because, you know, if you go to church with someone and then you end up like, arguing right afterwards or yeah. just something crazy and it's all these nitpicky little things, I'm like, I just feel like just Satan, Satan, get out of this man. Because it's like, <laughs> rebuke you. Because it's like, it made no sense at all. Yeah. But yeah, that was my, you know, but I had situations too where it's like, you know, it aligned where they were really, you know, into the word and it was, you could tell the difference. Like when yeah. someone who prays and is into the word, who know God, who know who God is um, to them and that it shows in their lives. Mm-hmm. That's why I was like, yep, yeah. mm-hmm. makes a difference. It definitely does. But yeah. 
What do you have next? So what about your va- what about like uh spirituality and values? Like do you feel like because in a sense it kind of goes back to the relationship aspect, but also when people have these characteristics and values, um do you think that sometimes too kind of sometimes can be the foundation of um having values? Like I guess just being stable enough in their in their spiritual walk. Make sense? Yeah, but that's like a lot to unpack. But, <laughs> okay, let's break it down. Um, <laughs> when it comes it. down to your value system and like, okay, for instance, when you have integrity, honesty, and mm-hmm. all of that kind of coincide with um, spirituality and where you are spiritually, mm-hmm. I think. So, yes, it does pour into um, your values. Yeah. Okay. So... For me to just summarize some of the things to help with the spiritual aspect, um, I talk about journal, journal, journaling a lot, and I think that's been also beneficial. And it's just basically journaling. It's like writing out prayers, mm-hmm. just like connecting to your higher power, God, Jesus, for me. And um, I think, too, like meditations always helps. Another mm-hmm. way of, for me, I kind of mix it up. For me, it's like prayer and meditations are kind of similar in a way. Yeah. Same. Um, yeah. But as you know, meditation is more like being self-aware and being in the moment. But also prayer is just more so connecting and having a relationship with, with God. Um, and then also uh, gratitude and then taking care of self. You know, those are always, I think, are forms of just taking care of your spiritual, your mm-hmm. spirit and your soul. because. I think because it's your driving force, I think, because that's what leads and guides you. So I think when you understand to take care of that as a as a whole, you just become a whole person. I mean, that's what mm-hmm. my journey is about. Just becoming a whole me, you know, picking up the pieces, not being broken, mm-hmm. you know. So, but those are some of the things I noticed that has helped me. Um, just to piggyback, some of those same things have helped me too. But one thing that I really um believe in doing it's being poured into spiritually yeah so like for me podcasts are big um mm-hmm. whether it's from different pastors that I respect and admire um and just really getting all that back because sometimes we pour out and we give so much yeah. of that away that Don't we give do, it back. that mm-hmm. we need that but definitely journaling and blogging for me and um just being really transparent about my journey and my walk. Right. Know, so. Yep. And I like sharing that. Like, you know, just sharing your stories with others because you just never know. You never know. Who are, who's inspired by it. So I encourage everybody to do that. Don't be afraid of your story because you never know who is going to help. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that might just be the quote for today. Right. right. Say it, <laughs> run it back one more time. Don't be afraid to share your story because you never, you never know who it will inspire or help along the way. Okay. So we're going to drop the mic on that one. Ooh, we hope you guys enjoyed this pot, this next, or our, sorry, this episode on spirituality and just what it means to us and just sharing our experiences. Um, it's a beautiful day out here. Just get out there, enjoy it. Spring's coming. Yes. Okay. Until next time, don't forget to follow us on our Go Digger page at G O A L D I G G H three R. You can also send us an email, any topics you'd like to hear, um, any feedback. We'd love to hear it. Um, all, oh, sorry, that was our Gmail and also on Facebook. We'll be y'all. See y'all soon. All right. Check it out. Bye.